my god. Like, what is going on? Girl. Oh. Okay. Hi guys, it's Shelby Abby Christie. Welcome back to the Girl with the Bamboo Earring podcast. I know it's been quite some time, um, but I'm so excited to be back on the pod to talk with you guys. Um, we're talking all things blackness and fashion per usual. And today I have a super special guest for you guys. Um, I know you're going to love him as much as I do. Um, I'm here on the show with Todd White. He is the man behind our favorite hot girl, Meg the Stallion, just in time for hot girl summer. We're here to talk all of Meg's style, Todd's career, um, just getting into um, fashion as a black man and just kind of like chop it up with him. Um, I thought this would be a great person to have on to introduce the audience to. Um, and again, it's hot girl summer. Meg said we outside. So we outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on here. Like, I'm honored right now. Like, no, so I'm, I'm with Shelby Christie. <laughs> like, this is huge. No, I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for coming on. Um, yes. Welcome to New York. Thank you. I actually love New York. You do? I mean, I'm so unfazed by now. It's so dirty and just like dingy and it's, like... Yeah, it's like a hustle city. Like, I like to come here. I get inspiration. Like, I'm here here for work most of the time. So, like, I really like it because of that. But after like a week of being here, I'd be like, okay, I need to go home and reset. Like, <laughs> it's a lot. I don't know. And what... It, what is it about like the weekends and the train system? Like, okay, yeah, that I'll have to explain that to you. It's a, a whole headache. thing. That's they a run, they're slow and just it's a mess. Yeah, like that's my like least favorite part. But everything else, I'll be like, oh, are we going to New York? Bet. <laughs> I'm sure, especially given your job. So speaking of yes, going yes. back home from New York, where are you from? I know you're a student. Where do you go to school? Okay, so I go to Kent State University. Okay, um, which is in Kent, Ohio, which is like 40 minutes from Cleveland, Ohio. Got it. So I was like raised in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is like four hours away from Cleveland, Ohio, in Kent. So like it's kind of like the same area um but like i said i go to school in kent um and it's like it's completely different from everywhere else okay it's like really you... slow um, okay fashion isn't really like huge there like yeah. they're trying to make it a thing but it's like not a thing okay and, and at the time like when i enrolled in kent it was like ranked number four as like one of the best fashion programs in the nation so i was like Right in my backyard. Okay. Wow. Like, all right, I see where I'm going. Um, but when I got there, it was like, not what I expected. <laughs> what specifically is the fashion program that you're enrolled in there? Fashion merchandising. Okay. Okay. Is that the track you want to stick with? No. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, not at all. Um, there's like some jobs that I'm like, okay, I could see myself doing. Like, I'm really into like the, like, I took a fashion forecasting class. Okay. That's probably the only class that I really like learn something from and like actually that and uh, a history of costume. Okay. Those are okay. like my two favorite classes. Nice. You know, that's right up my alley. So yes, I'm with you on that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So how does school help you with your job? I guess we can backtrack and kind of just walk us through how you connected with Meg and kind of came to know her and like style her. What was that like that first conversation? So probably I can't even, it was like a year and a half ago, I feel like, like probably right, like a little bit after like Tina Snow came out, mm -hmm. I heard Tina Snow, like the whole project. And I was like, okay, this girl like fits my whole aesthetic. Like anyone who like knew me before all of this, like I was like calling myself a hot boy. Like <laughs> I was already on like the hot girl, hot boy, like wave. Like that's always been my thing. Like I love the early 2000s. Like that's like my favorite era. And, like, that's just always been my aesthetic. So, like, I'm hearing this girl rap, and, like, she's really rapping, though. Like, I'm like, okay, I really, like, like this girl. And I really see my, like, brand, um, like, aligning well with how, like, you know, her, like, what her image could be. Okay. Um. So, I shot her DM probably, like, February. Now, let me stop you there. Yes. Because um, I think you, there was an important piece there. Um, Where did you... Where did you get the confidence or like the what did you draw from to just say, hey, I'm going to just send out a cold email to this person and just reach out to them? Would you suggest that for other pe other other Honestly, aspirational stylists? And yes. like, OK, now it's like how everything is moving today. Like social media is like the key. Like um, I feel like I always tell people I feel like my Instagram feed is like my resume at okay. this point. So it's like if I shoot a DM, 
you know, if someone's interested, they're going to like go through your feed and see, you know, what could work. Like if it's like, it wouldn't be a good fit. Um, so with her, I feel like, you know, I shot that like DM, no response the first time, <laughs> but it's okay. Cause you got to stay consistent yep. and like, um, uh, but not annoying. Just like right. maybe follow up, you know, maybe right. give it some months. Like, Persistent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, she posted, uh, like BTS video mm-hmm. of her, like, um, dancing um to her like make a bag um song but it was like the video shoot so it was a bts shot of that she has like this white outfit on white two-piece and a white cowboy hat and i'm like i'm about to just shoot a comment now i want her to like actually see this so um i can't even remember exactly what i said but it was something on the lines of like i have some like ideas that i want to do with you Mm -hmm. like and she sent the looking eyes so when that when I got that notification, I like instantly like screamed. Like I'm like, all right, this is it. Like I didn't even think about it. I'm just like I followed back up with that DM, and like five minutes later, like it was like a response, and like we just like kept talking. Um, and like I expressed to her like you know this is what I want to do. This is the lane and direction I would love to go with you. And she's like, bet, let's do it. Um, so she kind of gave me like her schedule for like the next like um three shows mm-hmm. um and then like some video ideas that she like wanted to talk about um so i want to say this was september so like february to september i was kind of like of 2018 yes okay 2018 so like um september came and that's when we like officially were like all right let's meet um i forgot it was actually beginning of september end of august no it was beginning of september because it was during fashion week okay um and like this is like my like junior 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 ish you know when you're in college you'd be like yeah they roll one senior, after the but other i'm really yeah. a junior junior i'm really a senior whatever so i'm like always like trying to be in new york during fashion week like whatever internship i could get or like anybody i could assist with i was always trying to just be here during that time because i'm like i don't want to not be in school and get other experience right outside of that smart um, so yeah, so like I was here for work already and then I noticed like we already had the conversation going and then I was like, oh my God, I woke up one morning and she had like posted a flyer about her being in New York for a show. I'm like, we didn't discuss this show, but yeah. we discussed the next ones after. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, all right, so you here, I'm here, let's do something. So, um, she was like down to do it. Um, I like got the like confirmation that like okay i'll be here this day this time meet at my hotel so like i remember i'll never forget i have waited um like all the way up until i can't remember the day of the fenty show okay but it was like that day that night after the show had got like the confirmation of like all right let's meet at this time so what was your first what is her first appearance or show that you styled her for she was at the bounce house i think is the name of it in brooklyn okay and it was like a top shop two-piece like it was like uh they had like a little pop-up with the brand unicorn universe Mm -hmm. and she had this little blue vinyl pan and i found just like a little blue um top to go with it because i'm like she likes two pieces so i'm like okay there's some insight but she does love a a two-piece like that's like a meg signature um so like good to know yes so like i bought that um and this is like all out of my pocket i'm like girl we got to like i'm about to turn this out how did you manage the traveling to her or the planning and the logistics while in school? Well, like I said, I was already going to be here. Right. Because I was like, I'm not missing. Like, I, I can get all the experience. Right. Like, I'm trying to get all the experience that I can get. So, um, I will always kind of just like, the first few times I would come here, I would kind of try to tell my professors. But then I was like, I'm going to come either way it goes. Right. So, um, but like saving money, I was like working on campus at like our little like wings, like wing place, yeah. Quaker steak, like just like trying to put money to the side and just like make sure I can make these moves that I felt like would get me to like whatever the next level I would be at. So um, that's another important point. Preparedness. Yes. yes they, you made sure you had your coins ready. So if a move arise, arose, you I'm were there. ready to like Stay go ready and so do you what you got to get do. ready. <laughs> exactly like you said out of pocket you already had that fun set aside yes um and i think that's important to note because a lot of times especially in this industry we see the end result right like we see the runway show we see the person styled we see the captions and like we see the fruition we don't yeah. always see what goes the process behind it. what has gone behind the it stress and, so, and the tears and like right the like no sleep like it's a lot and the sometimes like I um the other day I saw an exchange on Twitter 
um, some makeup stylist was live streaming like her client and the client was going to prom and like she was upset. And then the woman like got she a, walked out. Yes, yeah, she walked I saw out. That. I saw that. And there was a lot of entitlement that seemed to come through in that. Um, and I think that has been like an overarching theme just in the last couple of years. Um, there's a lot of entitlement attached to this work now that yeah. we do in fashion because people, you know, there's a certain level of visibility that comes with it and notoriety. And so to hear you talk a little bit about like, no, this this was really just something I had to do out of my pocket. I was sending DMs, you know, from school. You know, it, it wasn't all this glamorous like Nothing agency. Glam. It was, you know, got it out the mud and you did what you needed to do. Um, and, you know, that's yeah. that's the way to get it. Um, that's like a big part that I want people to understand, like about this like industry for like honestly i feel like you just have to hustle all the time like no one is handing anything out to anybody right and someone is always after you like your job or your like your spot so it's like you always have to like grind 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 yeah like, um let's talk summer jam because that crystal boussier first of all you know i love laurel dewitt um i saw the custom hat what walk us through it because so, I, gotta I need actually, to understand. <laughs> I got to actually tell you. Okay. It wasn't me. Really? It wasn't me. Well, you, you, she does have a team. We do. So, yes. So, I will say there's like, you know, there's not like a lot of us, but there's okay. like a few other people that kind of like, like step in um, and like do different things with her, which is good because like this girl is like literally like, the next bit right you know? like she has which like, i heard is standard for most artists yeah okay like, obviously like she, i'm like with her day to day okay mo like i'm with her even when she's like doing something with someone else on the i team. was gonna ask do you consult with um others who work with her as far as image to like kind of consult? Yes. okay most like that's like pretty much like all the time okay um this particular look though great for her um but yeah it wasn't me can't take oh. the credit for it wow it was a beautiful look yeah she looked good that's all i care about i just like always want to make sure she looks a one so right. like um but yeah like like i said she has like so many things it's like back to back we're doing something every day i know i see her in something every day i mean the rolling loud look was amazing thank you thank, um, that was me <laughs> that was like bomb um Give us like three or four words that you would use to describe her style. And how did you guys, I really want to understand, like, how did you guys partner to figure out like what hot girl style is? Because Texas and like that Western aesthetic is really like, I can see that's in like the DNA of her look. Yes. But like walk us through maybe like a couple of words to describe it and how you guys partner to like build out that look. Is it still growing? Is it? It's still growing. Okay. Like we have really good things like coming and plan and like. The direction is so much more clear now because of like how the process is kind of like how the process is going now. Like um, for me, I think a hot girl is like someone who's really confident in their own skin. Like they're not like they're staying true to their, themselves. And I think that is like the same idea for her. So it kind of just like works well because we have like same vision of what we think a hot girl is. I also noticed that a lot of like our like favorite film and like tv references are like the same so it's like that comes into play a lot like a lot of references for looks and like just other ideas for videos and things are literally like the same i'd be like like everyone knows that pam greer is like yes that's like our girl but like i never thought that i would say pam greer and she would be like i love pam greer too like yeah so like i like things like that that helps because then like we know what direction and like the vibe that we want to go with um so yeah i'm yeah, I mean, I definitely picked up on that Pam Greer reference immediately. Yeah. That black exploitation film poster for the cover of Fever yes. is gorgeous. Um, and I love that she always looks slick. Yeah. Like, I love that look. She's um, like clean. Like, I always want her to look like, like rich. It looks, it looks Western. It looks sexy, but like, it's still pulled together. Um, which I think she does well. Yes. Um, and I think it translates to her audience. Um, it's something that you guys do well. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like in the new age of artists, it seems like there is a race to be like very different and like 
all of these punches and the hair is changing every day and there's a lash and a rhinestone and yeah. a hair and a, and I, it's it's not really cohesion. It's just trying to get the most shock value right. with the look. So there's a lot of pieces yeah. in the Did hair. You, and and sometimes it, it doesn't just, it doesn't mix well. Yes. I think one thing that helps with her is that she has like all these personas. Okay. Like we have Tina Snow. We have yep. Hot Girl Meg right now because she's taking over the summer. Well, walk us through. Yes. Give us Tina Snow. When you're dealing with Tina Snow, how do you style her? Tina Snow is like the pimp. Okay. Like, she's like, to me, Tina Snow is a girl that's dressed in all white with like a fur. Like, she ain't taking nothing, so she probably got some rings on. She, she said don't get too close. Okay, you'll get flat you'll with get the ring. Thank you. Yes. So we, I like try to think about the lyrics and like okay. match it to the looks. Um, And Tina Snow is also inspired by Pimp C. So it's right. like, you know, Pimp C is Which like, is her fave. That's yes. her man. That's her husband. That's her bae. She loves Pimp C and Biggie. Like, those are like her favorite rappers. But like, I try to use those and like that whole inspiration incorporated into Tina Snow because if, even if you look at like the Tina Snow like um project cover right um it was inspired by Playboy okay um and to me Playboy is a good mix of what Hot Girl Meg is and what Tina Snow is um just really sexy and confident um and like that girl in charge right like, which goes like I said with both but like for me more so Tina Snow um so then you go into Hot Girl Meg and Hot Girl Meg to me um is like She's that, like, remember the early 2000s of, like, like the whole, like, the socialite girls? Yep. Paris, Nicole, yep. like, all those. Arm in arm. Yes. With their little flip phones out. Girl, and we would get, I see your Von Dutch. <laughs> we would get a nice trucker hat of the girls out in uh, West Hollywood with yes. their Starbucks ice latte. Booty shorts. Booty little, short on. A little crop. A Hollister, a Hollister jean skirt, oh my a rainbow flip flop. Low rise. If it ain't low rise, we don't it's want it. It's not low rise. We don't want it. We do not Double want tank it. tops because you got to have a color combo. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You, you <laughs> know the vision. Like, you, you get it. Like, I get it. Oh, I love that Beyonce reference to the belt. Um, I saw, I, I meant to post about it. I'm so sorry. I love that reference. Um, I saw that Bootylicious belt. Oh my um, gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy somebody peeped that because like <laughs> honestly like people ask me all the time like what are your favorite looks and I always say that it hasn't came out yet. But not because like I haven't did it, but just because it's like a surprise. But like I love like those like old references. And yes. like I like when people catch or pick up on those. But so yes, that like means a lot that you actually like connected to to that. I love that. Um I like these last these trifecta of looks I saw on Twitter, someone said the Powerpuff Girls yes. could never. And I know Meg loves her cartoon. She, she loves, loves her cartoons. anime. Yeah. Like those looks were so good. And just like I said, cohesion and like not doing too much. Like, yes, we're sticking to a monochromatic like color. Yes. Um, we're going to do pink hair, pink look. But like it wasn't too much. Right. I think that's important because for me, I want things to be timeless. Like, okay. obviously, like, you know, you have to have some pieces that are just like crazy. Mm -hmm. But then again, I kind of just like feel like with her style, her demeanor, you don't have to do that much. Okay. Like she can be simple sometimes because it's Megan. Like, how do you how do you dress her curves? Do you do you pull oh, samples? My God. Do they come cut in her size? Do Can you... we talk about this? <laughs> because think... that is a, you know, she's a buxom fine, thick. I get dragged so much. And I think this is part of the reason why. Okay. People expect like her to be in all this like heavy designer or like these like extravagant things that just don't... I mean, you gave the girls designer, they called the Jean Paul Gaultier fashion she's a over. Gaultier girl. Let's, let's, they didn't. They I didn't saw it Twitter. They didn't. They did not know. And I'm like, I'm not. I tried to pay it, but I'm like, I paid it. I was just like, they don't know any better. They don't know. I'm like, oh my gosh, whatever. But she knows, so I was like, that's all that yes. matter. But yes, it's like so annoying because, like, you know, I'm gonna just say her body's all the way real, and no shade to the other girls. Not even saying the other girls, but like majority of the women who you see on Instagram now, and like who are kind of you know influencers or IG famous, like. Their body's different. Yeah. Um, and a lot of clothes are made for those kind of bodies. Yeah. Um, and then even when you get into, you know, designer pieces, like, you know, pulling from a showroom, they're all sample size. Right. So there's really nothing that is there for her. Right. Um, but I know with time and like as she grows and gets bigger, you know, I feel like the bigger design houses will be like, hey, can we do a custom yeah. for her? Because right now that's like the main thing. Like we have to do customs. We have to work with these like, you know, upcoming designers to, you know, 
bring these ideas to to life because they're the ones who can make things to her size. Okay. So like, I really like appreciate those designers who help me, you know, do those things because ain't no one else. Nobody is like putting those like commercial sizing in their showroom. Right. For her. Who are some of the designers who have been like more open to dressing her figure? Oh my gosh. So I have to like give a huge, like, like I love, Wesley Berryman. Okay. Um, like I love like he does some like really good things for her. Um, there's a designer, um, her brand is House of Cinderella in LA. Okay. Um, she's really good with like Megan's body type. Okay. Um, there's a girl in Houston who like started with Meg from the bottom. Um, her name is Jesse. Um, she's like always the first person I like kind of call to like, okay. hey, I need a pair of bottoms or something for me, right. like ASAP. Like we got to show something tomorrow, you know, it's like, but she's like really quick with it. Um, but as far as like, those are like the main ones right now. Um, I do have like people in like Miami who sometimes help. Um, LA Rocks. Okay. I have to give a shout out to LA Rocks because they be coming through with a quickness. Like okay. sometimes I'll call them like three days in advance. Like, hey, I need to look. And then they'll be like, Okay. <laughs> Do you lead a lot of the creative conversation around what the look like? I would imagine you would, but even down to like the designing and whatever the cut is going to be of the yes. garment. Okay. Yes. Because she's very picky. Okay. She doesn't really like anything high waist. Okay. And I feel like that's yeah, she like, likes a low rise. She loves a low we rise. We appreciate it. We yes. love to see the belly button. We love a low rise. I bet not. I, I will never bring her short. That is not low rise. <laughs> so that's a hard no. What are some other things that are a hard no for her? We always have to do straps. Okay. Um, like for the for the, the girls, yeah, yeah the, the girls, girls the, the girls. girls are always sitting. They're so it's so important. She will not do anything if the girls can't sit, which I get it because you know she is like she's a stallion. Yeah, well, at least she's conscious of like what works for her body, and like you know she knows that that's something that she needs, and she's asking for it. Yes, so like I try to like make sure all the time. Like I have to sometimes get on the phone with designers and be like, listen, that won't work because of this, and it's like I just need them to understand. Right. Like, we can't do nothing else that I'm not telling you to do because this is the reason why I'm telling you to do it. Right. You know? You're advocating for your client. Yes. Um, um, well, thank you for all of that insight about yes. Meg. We appreciate all of the intel. Yes, we yes. love our hot girl. But of course, we're here to discuss you. Yes. Okay. Um, so what I really want to know is now that you're a newcomer into the industry, um, I think it's I hope you're not offended by me using that word. No, 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 no. Um. But how has it been? How has it been coming in? Have you been welcomed? You know, on this show, we're very candid about like the black experience yes. in this industry. And I'm hearing you talk a lot about like your interactions with fashion houses and managing these relationships overall. Like what has the reception been? Um, and, and what is your, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on how you've been received as a black man in this industry? You know, it's kind of hard to really answer that because um, I guess, for me, it's like, obviously, I'm not offended by the newcomer um, like title because I feel the same exact way. This is all new to me. Like, this is my first, like, client that's, like, kind of mine, you know? Yep. And she, we all knew that she would be a star, but, like, she's taken off at such a fast pace that, like, all right, now I have to, like, reach out to, you know, Versace or mm -hmm. Dolce. And, you know, um, so it's like, I think a lot right now, I'm... I don't want to say I get like ignored or declined, but that is an issue. Um, I don't know if it's because of just like being new. It's not necessarily attributed to exactly, your blackness. Right. Exactly. Like, I don't know if it's because of that or if it's because they don't feel like her, you know, image aligns with their brand. Like, okay. it's like a lot of figuring out that I'm trying to like, you know, a lot of things I'm trying to figure out moving forward because obviously I want her to be that fashion girl. But it does get hard because like, you know, people don't really like. Like I said respond and I think it's because it's me me being so like new in the industry right um but there are some times where I feel like okay people really um value like not value but like appreciate the work that I'm doing with her mm -hmm. and so like I get surprised sometimes by certain responses that I do get which I'm very grateful for but like it is definitely tough being like new um I try not to bring the color into it, but like I definitely think it does play a role, especially with like, you know, bigger design houses. I'm not gonna say no names, but right. I definitely have been like, um, you know, we like I said, we kind of work with the team. You know, there's like me and maybe two other people that like step in sometime. Um, and one of those people are, you know, she's not black. Okay. Um, and we will email the same person 
and she will get a response. Okay. But I won't. Right. Um, and I might have emailed first. So it's okay. like, okay, I see how y'all. It's a raised eyebrow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like that is an issue, but I think with time and like when people start to see, you know, what I am doing in the direction that I'm going with her, I think it, it will get better. Yeah, for I'm sure. Speak it into existence. For sure. We're going to speak it out. It'll yes. get better. Yes. yes. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. And I understand like, you know, being new, you know, you're still trying to navigate and understand. Um, and yeah, no, that's totally um, relatable. Yes. Um, I want to be real about that. Right. Because like, I don't think people understand, like people are like, you know, expecting so much from me and like, because of she, her being like the next girl up, mm -hmm. but they don't understand, like, you know, they don't see the, you know, behind the scenes of like my effort to do these things that I actually do want to do with her. But like, I can't help it if like, I'm not getting that like energy back that they want. Right. You know? Um, And I think that happens even at, if we look for example, um, Cardi, um, and Colin and something that I noticed, um, in her video, she had the Moogler references. And yeah. I remember when, um, the money video came out and I did a lot of, um, tweeting and posting and did some article references, a thread, a thread <laughs> yes. about the money references, um, about Moogler. And I talked about how she dropped that video on Moogler's theory, Moogler's birthday. And I said, mm, it's, it's peculiar that she does not have Moogler in this video, but I think it's because Moogler probably would not release it. And so she had to have custom pieces made that looked similar. Exactly. And then when she went to the Grammys a few months later, she and Colin spoke to Vogue about how he did deny their request to have Moogler archive pieces, but she ended up wearing Moogler to the Grammys though. So it's that balance of, they might not have been sure back then, but now she's popping. Right. But they knew somewhere in between, you know, it changed and they understood the value in that relationship. And then it was, Oh yeah. okay, we need to get behind this. And she wore four or five archived Moogler no pieces <laughs> during, right. And she won that award. Um, and, you know, not to dig too deep into it, right? right like, right, why right. do the black girl, why does it take for, you know, this woman to, you know, have to walk the Grammys red carpet? Um, again, nepotism and all these things come into play. Exactly. White nepotism. Um, whereas, like, we see, I don't know, uh, a Lily Rose Depp nepotism, right? Someone who simply in on these covers and in these spaces because of her parents or whatever say, else. Yeah. Um, so the white nepotism comes into play and I'm not saying this is the situation with Meg, but you know, we do, I you're, mean, you're speaking kinda, on something that is real and it's there right. and you know, yeah, I kind of see and kind of like what I'm kind of like going through in a sense. So, yeah. yeah. No, agreed. hundred <laughs> percent. It's, I don't know. It's, it's really weird because I feel like it's such a it's a new time, but mm -hmm. like, I guess not really. <laughs> not enough. Right. Not new enough. <laughs> um, Tell us about like what inspired you to get into styling. Um, not to brag on my best friend, because I know I'm always talking about Tommy. Um, but Tommy is from Michigan, which is like Midwest. a similar area, Midwest. Yes, yes. And I know there isn't a lot of, so he, he speaks to me and our friends a lot, not to put you on last Tommy, um, about how like there aren't a lot of other black examples or gay examples or oh style gosh, or that part. Oh that, those things aren't really in that landscape. How did you get like, that inspiration and like, you know, were you supported in that? And like, you said you enrolled in school and like, what really like inspired you and like drew to fashion? Did you have that support in your community in Ohio? Where did you even see those things? <laughs> um, okay. So I like to always like refer back to like my upbringing and just being younger and seeing movies like bring it on mm -hmm. and like Gabrielle Union and bring it on. I was like, I want to dress her <laughs> like being young though. Like even like playing with Barbies, like that okay. was something that I did do. Like, just dressing them. And I'm like, okay. oh my gosh, like I, I love fashion. I've always loved fashion at a very young age. Um, when I was 18, I could not wait to get this job. I wanted to work at Forever 21 so Oh my gosh, bad. everyone. I feel like everyone who works in fashion wanted that to be their first job. That was my first job too. And I was so pressed. Really? Oh my so gosh. So pressed. But go yes. ahead. Yeah, so um, as soon as I turned 18, I filled out an application. And I was so persistent. I was up at Forever 21 almost every day until I got the job. Um, and that's actually where I met, like, my mentor. Um, she, like, really guided me. Like, I got the job, obviously. And, like, um, you know, they start you out, like, on a sales floor. Yep. 
started out on the sales floor. I loved it because I was like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to put looks together for everybody who came in Forever 21. So this is like the um, summer of me going off to school. Okay. So like, I was at work every day. Like, I did not want to not be at Forever 21 because I just enjoyed, like, talking to people and, like, trying to figure them out and put looks together for them. Um, so I'm like, okay. I guess is this like styling <laughs> right um, and like I said from my upbringing like I've always just been interested in just like putting looks together and like you know having a vision and bringing it to life so for the longest I kind of was just like I felt like it was like a um like a trend to be like a gay black boy and be like I'm a stylist right I like did not want to be that like boy. a cliche a cliche yes I yeah. did not want to be a cliche like I literally was like ignoring it for the longest like I'm not really trying to get that title or put that title on my name did you want to be a corporate merchandiser or you know i did think about that before i really was like okay no this is like what i want to do okay um i'm like yeah i just want to work in fashion so maybe i could do that but then i'm like okay i really enjoy just like again being 18 working here at the job i always want to work at. i'm like all right this is fun i want to do this for a living um so at that point like i already like enrolled got accepted to kent state so i'm thinking that's what i want to do um so i get there and then they like i start seeing like fashion shows like being held and they're like we're doing model calls stylist calls designer calls and i'm like wait a second like (laughs) stylist call so i started doing like the fashion shows and i'm like i would pick my friends to be models and like um I would come up with obviously concepts, ideas that still are references for me today. Like I remember my first thing that I ever did for a fashion show was inspired by Clueless. Okay. Um, which is also like a thing that everyone is just like obsessed with. Cher or Dion or uh, both. Uh, when it comes more Cher, but okay. when it comes to Megan, it's like I have to bring her up every time. But <laughs> when it comes to her, it's like a mix of both. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so like that's like a thing for me where I'm like always like using that as a reference. Um, so. Sophomore year came and I'm like, okay. I, at this point, I've probably done like five shows. So I'm like, oh, I like this. And at this time, I'm like pulling clothes from my like friends' closets and going to the thrift stores. Okay. And I'm like, oh, this is like really fun. So I never would have like, these are the things that I'm doing now. I would have never like thought that I would be doing at 23. Okay. Like, I'm like, okay, this is like really my life now. Um, But going back to, you know, the freshman year of college and then going into my sophomore year of college is like when I was like, okay. I obviously know that I like to do this. I think I have a pretty good eye for it. Um, Let me like really dig into how I can like, you know, get more experience into this. So, well, not to interrupt, but I have a question because I I'm going back to what you said earlier when you when you shot your shot at Megan. Yes. um, You said your timeline was your portfolio. Yes. Did you work on that like during this time? What was on your timeline that that kind of drew her in? Like, were you shooting with models? Like, what were you doing? Um, so I was shooting with models. Okay. All around, like any, like you know, you have fashion organizations on campus, and like everyone wants to be a model. Like, I want to right. watch that show. So, like, I would like build. You know, some of now my best friends are like were my like first like muses. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I would really like be able to like do whatever I want with them and like, just like build off my own ideas. And I'm like, wow, okay, I can really do this. Um, <laughs> but I never like knew anything about like, this is one thing that like school never te- taught me about styling was like, you know, internships and like um, being like a, an assistant. Right. Um, that was something that, you know, you know, you don't really learn. You have to do that outside of school. Right. So, which is why I was like, anytime I'm like during summer, um, I would like, there was one stylist that I would like assist okay. one year. Um, I would say like my sophomore year going into my junior year, um, which was really dope. I got a lot of like knowledge and like, you know, experience out of this like one internship where I was like, okay, if I continue to do this, I probably probably can get really good at it and do right. my own thing. Well, I think um, I want to stop you there. Cause again, you said something important, right? Like willingness to learn. Yes. Um, Again, you know, a lot of people want to skip to that in part fruition in there. You know, you have to be willing to, you know, find someone or something that can impart that knowledge on to you. And, you know, even though you already knew that you were good at this and that was something that you wanted to do and you had styled friends and you had styled um, models for your modeling troops on campus, like, you know, being able to look out into the landscape and say, hey, okay, who around me in my area does this and does it well? I need to get with them. Um, I need to learn what they know. I need to, you know, 
hopefully they'll introduce me to some of their resources and um, give me some of their tools so that I can apply it um, to what I want to do. And I think that's an important thing to note um, for, for younger people who want to be in this profession and just for those listening to know that like, um, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too, thinking I can do everything on my own. Um, I think that's an important lesson too, to say like, even though I'm able to do these things on my own, will I be better if I tap someone? That yes, part. I can do it on my own. Will it help me um, in the long run? Will I skip some struggle and some steps by linking up with the person? Like, what does it hurt? Um, and especially at your age and in this, in this age of social media and stuff, when I interned in fashion, we didn't have all of this yet. It was very new. Um, feeling that pressure to always like be cranking out and proving oh, and oh being gosh. the best. Yes. So to hear that you were still like, okay, you know, I can do these things on my own, but let me find somebody to learn from um, is a lesson. You can always learn more. Let's... Do you apply some of those lessons that you learned from that person in your work today? Every day. <laughs> what are some things that you like learn from them that you use? So for me, like I want, like, like I said, school really didn't teach me anything about styling. It was like really just like, you know, if you want to be a buyer or mm -hmm. like just work corporate, which is nothing wrong with that. But like for me, I didn't want to do that. Um, So like that, you know, that one internship like turned me up to like, you know, made me think like, okay, I have to do more of this right. if I really want a career in styling. Um, so like at that point, I'm, I just was so eager and hungry to assist or intern for anyone that was, that allowed me to do that. Um, but now, like I said, like those things that I've like, just even being organized is like a huge part in, right. this, in this job. Like um, learning from like sending, how to send an email um, and like, you know, pull letters um, just like, keeping track of receipts and right. like budgeting and all those things that like I might've helped with during that internship plays a huge role into like my job now. Um, so yeah, like I'm so happy that I did do that because no one at my school was telling me to do that. Right. You know, like not, not once I feel like was I like supported enough to like, Oh, you want to do that? And then like, go do it you know right most universities especially state universities are still like very fashion merchandise focused as like their fashion yes. quote-unquote programming and you may have like a merchandising plus a design or something like that track yes but not necessarily anything outside of that in the creative space for fashion a lot of people who go into fashion are on the journalism or marketing track yes. um, at school. So I empathize um, with you on that and like not having schools, not always having resources mm -hmm. for fashion. Um, at least not for the creative. Yeah. Part. Not for the creative side. Yeah. I, I feel like that's, yeah, you have to go to a fashion school, um, which is a whole nother discussion. Like if I would have known this three, four years ago, I would have never applied to school. Okay. Like, like I would have straight up like saved my little forever 21 checks. And moved Interned to New York and yeah, or LA. assisted, yeah, yes, yeah, and just did that the whole time. Um, I think the only thing really to school, like besides fashion forecasting and history of costume, <laughs> the relationships that I've gained yeah. in school, that was like that's the most meaningful thing. But besides that, I'm like, damn, I really got to pay these student <laughs> loans back for something that I'm like. Uh, really get I feel like that's of. how most of us feel yes. at work every day. And then I wake up now, like, okay, I am really like blessed. To, to be know, able to do it, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I definitely would have not went back to school if I knew. <laughs> hey, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> look, God got it together on the back end yes, anyway. <laughs> yes, look, I'm not worrying no more. I'm giving it all to him, so. Um, so, speaking of, like, systems and things that you've learned from the person who you interned with, what are some things that you would charge um, younger people looking to come up in this profession or anyone looking to come up into this profession? Are there two or three things that you feel like um, are lesser known things that they should probably learn. Like you mentioned some of the accounting. Are there any systems that stylists work in? Or I know when I was a intern, we worked in fashion GPS. I don't know if that's what manages like samples and stuff anymore, but are there any things that like people can get upskilled in from like a systems management perspective that could help them in this profession? I think, like I said, for me still, like because I'm a newcomer that I'm kind of like still learning things. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, like, just like budgeting okay <laughs> like really like getting a good grasp of just like like with the spin and like credit and all that like 
the whole finance thing is just like really okay. huge because I feel like that's a huge part about like kind of being like a successful stylist. And like, I don't know, no one really taught me about that. Okay. So like, that's like something now that I'm like going into like, all right, <laughs> I need to like pump the brakes. Okay. You know? Um, so like aside from just like finance, um, I think that's pretty much it. Cause everything else to me is like common sense. Like just like being organized and like well, things that you think are common sense, you would be. be surprised. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Literally like that is like the, one of the biggest things to me is just like being organized and planning. Do you put your own systems in place? Like, do you have a system for how you handle samples and having people bring them back? And is that a part of the organization? There's certain assistants that I like to like have in control of that. Okay. Because I know that they're like good, um, with staying organized and like taking care of things <laughs> and I don't have to really worry, but yeah, like it's like, you have to like really trust certain, like you have to trust who you have working for you. Right. Um, that was going to be my next question. Yes. As a stylist. And I have other friends who are stylists. Shout out to my good friend, Farron. Um, yes. I love, I love Farron. I love Farron Fucci. Yes. Um, if you hear this, we love you. Yes. Farron. Um, but I know like finding reliable assistance managing assistants like that's a oh whole nother like i remember grass. seeing a story one day about like somebody like taking it like the assistant rate pay and like not showing up like yeah i could never can be, no <laughs> what do you have any advice for how to like find assistants and and manage them and like i know again you're new to this but how, what have you learned in that whole because you're not just managing yourself and your client you have a whole other arm oh my of gosh, yes. you know like we mentioned some of those things that people don't see on the back end is like a lot of stylists have to manage two or three assistants not just assisting them in the styling but like you said the pulls the returns the, receipts, All of the like, emails re even research like yes. that's like one thing that's so huge because it's like i'm gonna do my own research mm -hmm. and i'm gonna like try to keep you up to date on like what i'm doing so we don't keep doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. But like, that's like a huge part too. But excuse me. Um, I really think that like maybe a small interview. I don't know. It's, I, I go off of vibes a lot. Okay. So like for me, I kind of pay attention to what people are saying in the beginning. Like one thing that's like really huge right now is the whole like clout chasing. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful about those people. Like mm -hmm. people who just want to be around just to like make it look like that they're like really doing something when they're not okay um so like i try to like a lot of times my friends have been my assistants okay because i trust them the most but now you know sometimes everyone has their own life so everyone can't assist you right like the way that you want so you have to get other people you have to start like working with other people um i recently just got like someone like like actually three people but like okay. they're like also freelance stylists as well so it's kind of like they can't commit a hundred percent right so it's like okay Back to square one. Gotta, and was the interview process, like you said, more vibes and like vetting them out? Just like or was talking. it like, what kind of, I guess, um, for those who want to go into styling, what kind of cues should they listen for in those conversations if they're looking to hire help um, on projects? Um, don't hire anyone that's like, hey, can my homegirl come too? <laughs> like, stay away from them people. Okay, um, noted. Yes. Or, um, what time is the party tonight? Like, <laughs> girl, let's worry about these returns. Let's, let's get the work done first and perhaps. Yes. Yes. Um, it's like that in corporate life too. Really? Um, yeah, okay. it is. Even on corporate side fashion, it's like that because, you know, we have client meetings with Pinterest and Instagram and they want to go to the client meeting and the lunch and this and that. Yeah. Uh, I, that's the biggest headache to me. Because then it's like, it makes me think, okay, what you really here for? Right. Like. Those uh, are the red flags. Yes. What are the good things to listen for? Um, hey, can you send over a task list for me today? Okay. I'm Proactive. Like, oh, okay. Uh, one sec. Oh. But yes, like those are things that I'm like, okay, like just like coming to me and asking me what I need. Okay. Um, and like be, being on time. Like now, that's also something I'm working on too. Okay. But. But at least you've. I can acknowledge you've learned, that. you've acknowledged, and now yes. you're taking steps. Okay. And nine times out of ten, if I'm not on time, it's because I'm running late because I'm like doing work. It's work related. It's work related. It's not because I'm just like being lazy. Um, a lot of times I've had like people who just like, oh, sorry, I woke up late. Yeah. Like I now don't get no sleep, <laughs> and I have narcolepsy, so I'm always wow. tired. Like, How do you manage that? I mean, I don't. your client works nice. <laughs> y'all, ha you have homework, oh and my God, she I... has homework, and y'all are just. When I say 2019 has been so like rewarding, 
but like so stressful at the same time um because of just like things like that like trying to make sure i get sleep to take it actually take a nap to right. make sure that i'm up to maybe finish a final paper okay or study like for an exam that i haven't studied for at all this was going to be my question how do you how do you manage this around your what is what is your class schedule? I mean, don't tell us all your business because yeah, you no, know no. people nosy. Okay, but <laughs> you know, like, what is your class schedule like? Is it tailored to accommodate your styling and your travel? How do you study? And this, like, again, the narcolepsy. I mean, I commend you and like, thank you. <laughs> I can't even imagine having hard. to treat like treat that and get treatment for that, and also try to be you know a good partner and a good you know service to your client. Yeah, no, um, I be whooped. <laughs> I be so whooped. This semester has been like the hardest semester, I think, because like um the semester before, like when I first started kind of working with Meg, all my classes were online. Okay. Um So you had flexibility. I had flexibility. I didn't really have to be on campus. Okay. This last semester though, I had like two to three classes where I was like Is it your second it's your last semester or your second to last? So technically I'm like almost done. I have okay. like three more classes that I have to finish. That's usually the year, like Senior year is usually like crazy. You try to fit all your credits in. It's yes. all the classes that you have to be on campus to take. And exactly. like, exactly, yeah. you have to pass with certain yep. grades. Like, it has to be B's, three, three point. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, you know, so it's like, um, this semester, some of my professors were a little bit more understanding, okay. like, trying to talk to them and let them know, like, hey, like, this is like a really big, like, move for me and I can't not do these things. So how can we like come up with some some type of schedule for me to like stay on track and still do my job, and right. which really gets hard because, or which really got hard because I wasn't keeping up. Okay. I was getting so focused on Meg that I was like kind of slacking on what I really yeah. needed to do. But at the same time, I'm like I would never pass up this opportunity. Yeah, it's an investment in your future, and it's 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 going to establish you in ways that school can't. Exactly, because no one's going to be checking your transcript. Not to say by any means is that a message to ignore schoolwork, but. Okay, because like, I was the same way. I was the same way. My parents like had to talk understand? to me. Into, they understood not to talk about myself. They yeah, understood. No. But um, I still struggle with this. Like my mom and my dad were like, you need to pick three things and do those things this semester, your last semester. Um, because at the time I was the culture editor for my school newspaper. I founded an organization on campus to get students internship experience and stuff like that. Girl, so I was running awesome, that. Bro. It, this is not a bragging session, but just like I'm in that same way of like, I have things to do to establish me because I'm going to be out this bit in a few months. And it's important for things that need to go on my resume, not transcript is going to be fine. But that piece of paper is going to say graduate, whether it's C's or it's B's. So <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yes. And I, I'm always telling students, you know, do your very best. I'm always an advocate for doing your very best. But you can't graduate with just that piece of paper. No. So you're you were right. To be like, you know, let me talk to my professors and see what I can work out. And like, because at the end of the day, I was going to do what I wanted to do regardless. Right. But I didn't want to not make it seem like I wasn't trying to also be there for school. Were your parents supportive? What did, what did they say? My parents are really just like, do whatever you need to do. Okay. Um, I definitely feel like they've been supportive from the start. Um, even now, like they don't even ask when I'm graduating now. Okay. They're asking because they're like, like you're gonna be fine. Yeah. They're like, what city yeah. you going to next? Okay. They that's like it's kind of changed now. Okay. Uh, not even changed because like I said they were always supported, but now it's like school is not my main focus, mm -hmm. and they understand that, and they just want to see me win. So it's like school is gonna always be there. Like I'm gonna get these three classes done, but like I'm working with the next girl. Yeah. Like, so it's like I'm gonna give more of my focus to that right now. And I think all parents of like children in some kind of fashion or creative capacity get to they don't really understand what it is that you do. But they, they get start to seeing it though. They, they to start see to see it. it and then they get to a point where it's like, okay, that thing that you used to do is kind of starting to make sense and you got a little bit of money. So like okay. Go ahead. Do you you're do not it? calling me and like you're not eating ramen, so I know you a lot. Like, oh my god, my yeah. grandma probably so happy I ain't calling her no more. Yes. Like every fashion parent gets to a point where they like, okay, that weird thing you used to do in the house is now paying you. So I guess exactly. That's just how black parents are in general about creative jobs. Oh my god, because it went from my parents being super excited about being a me like saying I wanted to be a buyer to like when I started saying stylist, and then this yeah. is what I gotta do to be a stylist, like. I gotta go to New York for this internship, but it ain't paid. But they I need were to concerned. Do this. Yeah, like yeah. I remember one year just like really going through with my parents, like 
them just not understanding why I was doing yeah. the things that I was doing. And I'm like, yo, I'm really not learning this in school and I really need to do this because I'm not going to get it anywhere else. And no shade to anyone who's older, but I didn't want to be like 27 just starting out mm-hmm. to assist. Like, I didn't want to... If you could do something in that moment to help it. Exactly. Why wait? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, for me, it's kind of just like, I'm now more like proud of myself for like taking the steps that I did um, and like having that support. And my parents, like we said, like, they start to see a little, yeah. they see the end result or like things that are, that are starting to pop off and they're like, okay, we get it now. So like, I'm a lot more at ease with myself and like being like, okay, I'm all right. And they have, co- they probably have more confidence in you too, because you know, parents are people too. You have to prove to them too, a little bit of like, cause they still see you as your, their kid, right? They're like, you don't know anything. I helped you with multiplication. You forget. You yeah. ain't know your twos for like whole <laughs> Took you three months to get your twos. Yes. You don't know nothing. It's seriously. So like it takes them a while too to see you in like an adult capacity and be able to trust that like the decisions you're making for yourself are good ones. Yeah. So it's nice to hear that you got there um, with your parents and you guys are there because a lot of you're not alone in that. A lot of creatives, especially like creatives in fashion and then add the layer of blackness and like Caribbeans and African parents too. Oh like Oops. that, you know, they're very tied to like they want th- they want the professional jobs for you, professional in quotation, because they want the security for you exactly. that they may or may not have had or their parents didn't have. And so I think they have that kind of like nervousness like, there. You got to do this. Yeah. Just, just do this They're like, just do a bio job because I know what the hierarchy and the promotion looks like for that and the pay. Whereas like when you say stylist, that can just, Ooh, so I, I know. I still say that like, Ooh, do I really want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I switched from editorial side to marketing side, I think my parents, I mean, they would probably never say this, but I'm sure they let out a deep, deep sigh <laughs> of relief. Like, yeah, no, I could, I feel that though. Because woo, I know my mom is, and my mom is in corporate finance. Um, yeah, she's a VP in corporate finance. So like both of my parents work in baking and finance. They are super corporate and oh, like yeah, I can see so that. they were very like, What even do you do? Like right. I'm here to clap. Like confused. <laughs> but like what? Like, you know, are you gonna be good in five months? Yes. Like, yes. Um, so I get that and I appreciate you like being candid about that because yes. I know I gotta be a hundred percent real with everything because like I feel like that's like I don't want to see that's say that's one thing that's kind of lacking, but like for me, I didn't really have like no one in Ohio to like look up to and like like doing things that I wanted to do. So like I kind of just like always want to be like that inspiration to like everyone back at home yeah. who wants to go like the lane that I went. Um, so I have to be like honest about all of this. Like <laughs> it's not easy at all. Uh, I'm sure. Um, how many I. About how many hours in a day do you sleep versus like work? So in school, give us those three buckets and oh a percentage. My gosh, I you take think. naps. Okay, like I literally will be up and like I'll say like I'm trying to like work, do these emails, um, talk to this designer, make this mood board, find this like reference, and I'll be like I'll do that till midnight. But then I'll wake up at three, and then I'll finish, and then okay, okay I'll wake up at eight, and then by eight I'm like all right. At one o'clock, I'll go back to sleep. Okay. Like, especially, like I said, just working with Meg, it's like, that's like my schedule now. Okay. Like, and it sucks because, like, like I said, I have narcolepsy, so I'm always tired. So it's like, my attitude isn't always the best. Like, I try to keep a smile, but like, I be tired. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's really hard because it's like, I have to get these things done, though. Like, and is she understanding because she's also a student, too? So I'm sure she can understand. She gets, and you she's managing. on the go. Yeah. Like, I try not to complain at all because, like, when she is like, booked for a 9 p.m. show but then they want her to do a midnight hosting at a club mm-hmm. until like 2 or the hosting doesn't start till 2 and then like we just recently had like a double back thing of like a show um, club performance hosting airport yeah and then all over again yeah so like we sleeping on a plane and that's it um, but like Something's gonna have to change because, like, honestly, I just be too tired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and not change in a bad way, but I'm just gonna have to yeah. like try to like. But like you said, you're new to it. You have it. You're you're gonna learn what works and like a new system. Yes. For managing that, but again, at least you're recognizing it and acknowledging that like something has to be different because the way that I'm managing it now is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I, it's like, but now I'm you know I'm starting to like get people I trust to work as my assistants. Um, to help, like, they can delegate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, shout out to them. Um. Because, like, uh, I really, like, didn't even have a clue on, like, how certain things were, like, how, how certain things are supposed to go. Like, for me, because this is so new, 
I'm like, I don't have time to teach someone else how to do something. You'd rather just do it yourself, do it right the first time. Exactly. I'm that way too. And it starting it's not it doesn't help like you have to you have that is true you have to be able to i think in any job where you manage people um it's hard if you're it's hard to let go of tasks because you're scared that the person won't do it as well as you do or exactly how you do it oh my god but you have to be able to release it to them to be a good manager because that takes things off your plate and once you get them to a point where you can trust that they're going to do it let them do it yes and then they can teach someone else and it frees up (laughs) your time to do something else and yeah. but i get that that is a management um it's, it's, skill that, that you part, need the management part because then i get feel start feeling bad they're like okay i'm gonna take a nap now but i feel like i should be up no with them but then i'm like the whole point of them here is to help me to so free I up can, some of your time you know? exactly so like it's, this is all new i learning love it <laughs> like i want i'm it's like i don't want to say it's self-taught but it's really self-taught for me right now like obviously i've had you know experience like interning and assisting other people but like this is you're a learning. You're, you're building it's as you different. fly. It's so different now. Like it's on my own, but like I'm grateful for every experience. I'm grateful for not having the time to sleep. I'm grateful for all of that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. You spoke about historical references, which you know I'm not going to let slide because, duh, that's what I'm here I'm for. To that girl, that uh, <laughs> the historian. Okay, the the historian. No. Um. We have to talk historical. Okay. So what kind of references? I mean, you mentioned Pam Greer. Yes, she's um, the mother. That's the mother. I saw that B reference. Yes. Loved it. Powerpuff Girls, anime. What kind of references have you injected into Megan's work? And like, how do you work to research and trend forecast? Something that you said you really loved about your major. Like, yes. what is that process like for you when you guys get a project what's upcoming um what's what are you guys working on now is it bt BT, okay bt um we have some surprise things i can't really talk about but like um it's it's a lot i don't even know how to start it's a lot it's now it's out the bag we're going to europe and like i'm like doing research for that because like i want to like play um, pay tribute to certain things okay you know for each like we're going to london i know we're going to paris i know we're going to amsterdam like um, if you're going to the UK, you should definitely watch Babylon. Okay. Which is I like seen Babylon. Babylon is a like a cult classic black British movie. Okay. And it's about like the British like hip hop, reggae culture scene in the eighties. It would be like the equivalent of our paid in full but not drugs. Okay. Like it's like our black Cute. classic films, okay. but eighties and like it's their like, like the cult 80s. black classic film and that'll give you like a feel for like their roots in like the Babylon. UK, Babylon, Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> I'm about to have a little time off <laughs> to just reset. Yes, and I heard it's coming to Netflix soon. Oh, great! Um, oh, that's even better. You know what's crazy? My last, the last semester I just had, um, I took a film review class. Okay. Um, and it was a great class, but most of the time I paid attention to um the costume yeah costume costume design was like a huge to me that's i mean i watch films for films but film is actually how i became introduced to costume yes um that's how i like ended up like really loving and 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 seeing fashion was through like film my dad is like a film buff and a tv buff and that's kind of how we always used to bond like watching films Films? yeah i can relate to um yes and like that's how i really started to understand fashion from a film perspective um so i identify with that like we see each other we see each other <laughs> now i mean i watch films for enjoyment but most of the time i'm, I'm watching it who did the costume design? <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm immediately like i know who did these costumes like and then i start swirling into a rabbit hole yeah. of like the that thread. i look forward to the threads girl <laughs> i'm not even gonna hold you i love the threads. oh boy thank you everyone and you for yes. putting up with my rants uh no um, please keep them coming don't never stop but yeah, um, so how do you like research? Are you on Google? Are you looking in magazines? Like, do you guys start from an idea and work back? Or do you yes. have an idea and work forward? It just depends. Honestly, I spent a lot of time growing up watching film. Like, okay. I was not outside. I was outside a little bit, but okay. that's because I was told to go outside. Are you an only child? I have a little sister. Okay. She, she just graduated. She's going to Southern. So like in okay. Louisiana. I don't know the exact name. Yes, but Southern. I yes. I have a little sister too, so I was basically only child till i was 13 until oh, she came okay okay so it was so just me and i watched apart. movies yes okay 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 but yeah so i watched a lot of film um horror films though like i Ooh, love mm-mm. horror films like because you know there's always that character in horror films where it's like that girl she's not the main character but her best friend 
It's probably like that hot girl yeah. who always end up dying. But like those was always the girls I paid attention okay. to because they was like hot girls. Okay. I feel like that's kind of where that started at. Like, what is that called? Is it the protagonist where it's like not the main character, but like the one who is the opposite of like you, the. I know where yeah, you're going. Yeah. So yeah. See, I'm just say, yeah. we know film. We, we know, know film. things. Like the first one of the first films this is crazy because it's like the girl. I can't think of her name. Oh, my God. But the first screen film. Her best friend, she, um, I can't think of her name. You're asking the wrong one? I, she's a scared cat, so she doesn't okay. watch. Any, I saw Ma this weekend, and that was enough. Oh, and it was no, no costume, so I was really over it. Oh, my God, it. yeah, I'm not watching Ma. <laughs> Only because of that part. It was like, good. I'm not, like, but, oh, no, there's no, I was no. no vibe to that. But wardrobe-wise. Um, so Scream, Scream, what was the girl giving? Like, a uh, white like, tee and like. a little Ma 60s vibe. Like, she, mini skirt, little turtleneck, and a little, the white boot. She had, like, a little white boot, I think. it was A white stocking and a white shoe was coming back. I'm, Period. Look, off all. Listen, I love a good white boot or a white pump, white sandal. I like a white shoe. Um, but yeah, like those are those characters. And then even like I have to I have to reference this because this movie taught me so much. Players Club. Yes. Players Club. I love Diamond. Like, yes, Diamond. And I have to give it to Ronnie. I hated the character. Like I hate it. You know. No, Ronnie was definitely. She, she had looks. She was. She had looks. Yes. She had looks. She wasn't the best, but she yeah. had looks. Like she's a lot of inspiration for me. Um, the very hard spritzed up dudes were giving me what I need. Very, very Atlanta. Yes. Very yes. freak Nick. The cat suit, like the infamous, yeah. like. The cat suit. The police. Um, the strip club. Yes. yes. No, uh, look, look. We, you know, we see each other. And then, uh, like, the cowgirl out. Like, yes, the cowgirl, the cowgirl outfit. outfit. Like, those are, like, references. We need a recreation. Stat. Stay tuned. Stay okay. Tuned. Um, but, yeah, like, um, Jawbreaker is another film. Oh, yeah. I've seen Jawbreaker. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like, okay. I reference that a lot. Mega and I feel like Jawbreaker references the Heathers. The Heathers. Yes. Yeah, so, I saw Jawbreakers first. Okay, and then I was like, uh, someone was like, "You should watch the Heather's" because that's kind of what the film yeah. was like based off of. So I'm like, I saw the Heather's, and I was like, "Damn, why am I just now seeing this?" Yes. Like, um, but obviously, Mean Girls, Mean Girls, that she she's huge, and I have to go back before Mean Girls, Bring It On, The Clovers, okay. like all those girls. Now you know, I love a Clover. Now what I would live and live to see, I would love to see you know a T Birds. In the Pink Ladies, I need an old nasty grease um, tribute. Okay, okay. I feel like I'm Meg can I'm switch and be this. a T bird, perhaps. Or you know, I just need. I'm something. into this. I'm into this. I need a nice grease um, reference. I need a nice Dorothy and a Josephine reference. Josephine. I need Josephine a, is on a mood board a lot. No, like you we, know, that's my girl. And I stand. Y- yes. Stand and stand. She and stand. is on a mood board a lot. We need a nice pearl nude mm. moment. Just stay tuned. Okay. Oh my God. Like, cause the things that you're naming are like. I'm ready. I'm yes. ready. If you need someone to do the research, I got you. You know what? I'm just, we gonna work it out. We gonna I'm talk. Just, you've invited, you've opened a can of worms. Cause you know, I'm gonna just start DMing you pictures and pictures and pictures. Like, so boop, boop. I wasn't planning on that. <laughs> and I'm very happy that this is happening because, you know, yeah. I love a good reference. Love a good um, reference. But yeah, like those are like things that kind of shaped me. To okay. like come up with these like these I, looks and like yes. they they and I can kind of see that through like Meg's aesthetic. You can see like those early two thousand reference. Like I said, the Beyonce Bootylicious yes. belt reference. Like that was flawless. And we definitely need a Bootylicious uh, remake as a whole. A whole yeah no like the that. Texas hotties. We need to work on it. Beyonce the girls in the Texas girls, like. Looking back at early 2000s, like Destiny Child back then, they were serving looks. Yes. Like they're like on my mood board a lot too. Like, how can we commission? Can we can we bring Mama Tina out of retirement? Can we commission her for a look? You know who I'm really trying to bring? Well, she's coming out of retirement, but I need Miss Kamora Lee. Oh, she's coming. I need to get on the phone with her, please. Like, I don't know who I gotta talk to. Who needs to hear this? But hello, Kamora, Kamora, and Hot Girl Meg. They're like hand in hand yes like we i need those archive pieces girl yes no that has to happen period. <laughs> like that's the thing. whoever's running the new advertising campaign we need to get on that stat we need an ambassadress hello period simple we're emailing y'all on monday girl tonight <laughs> i to see it in the morning no but seriously like those are things that i feel like really align with like the direction of like what we want to like go for like I I skipped some important ones. I'm going to just name a few Go more ahead. because like this is like It's important. Yeah, like this is a part of labels and dollars. Like that's like my Instagram handle like and my like brand like um coffee. Yep. Girl. Which I caught that reference immediately. Yes, like with I, that cover. Yes, yeah. like that was like 
yeah, we were going back and forth yes. with like different things. Like, but I'm happy it worked out the way it did because people like can see that yeah. reference straight on. Um, a, any Pam Greer movie though is like, yeah, that's like, and reference. I feel like they have similar body type too. Oh yeah. Um, and like. Pam is kind of tall too and she has the same like kind the, of shape the in the bust. bust oh yeah and so I feel like Meg I don't know Meg you know Meg yeah. but I feel like she, that was probably a thing too where like she she feels like she can see you know kind of in those outfits she already knows how that's gonna lay on her body exactly. because like they have that similar like like that was a, that's a thing though like it's very important yeah. like um and a lot of times that is like a um a reference it's just like how she like wore like the costume design for her films is like okay this is going to work for Meg. And yeah, because look like how it's like, laying on her, exactly. on Pam's body. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like that. I'm happy like you, you see the reference. Yes, the reference. that was a good one. Um, But, yeah, this has been awesome. Like, this has been great. Yes. Um, hot girl summer is underway. Hot boy summer. Hot, yes. The hotties. Um, the hotties, the hotties are yes. out. Yes. And they're not going nowhere. <laughs> Listen, I signed up for class pass because I'm like, mm, I'm not going to be caught. No. Meg said we outside, so we outside, we outside. and y'all not catching me and slipping. And we outside in booty shorts and tank Booty tops. shorts, <laughs> bellies out, it's um, everything. Thongs, thongs up. Thongs up. Don't forget the thongs. Don't forget a thong Girl. up. And maybe, look, kitten heel. Pumps. I'm getting my belly button repairs, period. Yes, like it's please. <laughs> it's, it's like signature. It's a signature look. Oh, boy. Um, This has been excellent. Yes, thank I, you so much for coming thank on. Thank you so much for having me. This is truly an honor no it's been an honor to have you i'm so glad we got to chop it up and thank you for being so honest and like sharing with everyone and i'm so excited to see like all of the excellent things that you do and um you know when you accept your cfda award oh i gosh. will be oh i can't believe you just said posting that. a thread about whatever <laughs> you're wearing <laughs> oh my gosh thank you um, for believing in me <laughs> of course i'm already i'm prepping the speech now. Yes. You know, just jotting a few things down and keeping it with you never hurt. No, no. Stay ready um, so you'll never get get ready. Boop. Preparation. We <laughs> talked about that. Yes. Um, but thank you. Um, and thank you listeners for listening. Where can everyone, you know, get in contact with you, reach you, connect with yes. you? Um, um, labels and dollars. N, not and, and it's D-O-L-L-A-S, not dollars. People be like, <laughs> I can't find it. I can't find it. Um, but labels and dollars on everything. All righty. Um, yeah, I think that's labels and dollars at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. All right. Well, we got to go, y'all. We got a hot, we got a hottie party to get ready to. We, we got to go. Simple. <laughs>